Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. How's it going, Absolute Radio, on a Monday night, uh, the 5th of October. Can you believe it? Time is absolutely flying by. Uh, 5th of October, though, today is the day, uh, a thing that happened at school that I never understood. And it happened every year, and it always left me baffled. I don't know if you feel the same way looking back on your schooling career. I'm talking, of course, about the Harvest Festival. Do you remember the Harvest Festival? Always happened around about this day. Uh, you were asked as a kid to bring in tinned goods from home and other stuff like packs of Angel Delight, minestrone soup, that kind of thing. You lug it in in a carrier bag on the school bus and then remember you had a big assembly with all the food. Everyone had to bring the food in, so there's loads of food in there. And it was like displayed all this food on a table, like the way the FBI might display a drugs hall or an arms cache. Out on the t- all the teachers stood around it for a photo shoot uh, and then you'd sing some hymns and then a little bit like at a crematorium the curtain would close at the end of the assembly on all of the food that you brought in and then you'd just be ushered out again without any explanation as to where the food's going and what the teachers were doing with it did you ever think though what happened to the, the food from the Harvest Festival where did it go I reckon the teachers just had a massive like slap up feast that night like a lock in loads of moonshine being passed around tin of spam so I thought we've got to celebrate this today on Home Time so first hour of the show you and me and everybody we are having a virtual Home Time Harvest Festival Uh, what item from your 80s pantry are you bringing in to put on the table at the front of a musty school assembly hall Uh, Roger's been on he's bringing in a six pack of Quattro the ultimate 80s drink Andy Wilcox says a tin of reduced lava bread with a key the joy of having a key, I think more items should have that kind of uh, hazard element where you've got to try and unlock it like a panic room before you're allowed to eat it. It's almost a shame sometimes that Freddy Bentos opens so easily. Uh, Claudine is bringing in some Vesta chow mein. What a fantastic thing. How did John from Feltham, who's going to bring in a pack of Trio biscuits <laughs> and a bottle of Corona cream soda. Very topical. And Jen in Durham says she's bringing in a uh, packet of blue ribbons, which that D in that name, blue ribboned. It's still winding me up a little bit from our last conversation. Richard says he's bringing in a six-pack of salt and shake. Uh, Conrad says he's bringing in a tin of luncheon meat and a curly-whirly. And hi to Steve from Romford. Uh, Brains faggots, evaporated milk and a bottle of barley wine. I don't even know what barley wine is, but it was definitely a big thing in the 80s. We've got Lorraine on the line. Lorraine, what are you bringing in for our virtual harvest festival? Bringing in a tin of corned beef. With the key that opens the top of it, which I always love doing. It's great, isn't it? I was just saying it's a shame that uh, more products these days don't come with the old-fashioned tin and key method. There's some kind of... uh, There's a fun game before you start eating, isn't there? Of course it is. It was always the best bit. Yeah, I I think more things should have that. So you're bringing in corned beef. Fantastic. What else are we having? Um, Corned beef normally and baked beans. Nice. And maybe a packet of smashed mashed potatoes. Honestly, what a fantastic treat. It's a meal itself (laughs) literally coming together there. Thinking back to your Harvest Festival days, do you remember where the food went? We just got ushered out of assembly and that was the end of it. (laughs) Well, we did get told that it was going to go to the church and be distributed to the old people. Yeah, I don't know. We never actually got to get involved in that, though. If there's any old people from the 80s listening there might be a fairly advanced age now but if you ever received any food from a local school's harvest, Fest- harvest festival we want to hear about it tonight on home time i feel like we're at the center of a global conspiracy here lorraine <laughs> yeah 
I think you might be right. I think you might be right. But to us, old people would have been our teachers anyway, wouldn't it? That's a good point. No young, no young <laughs> teachers when I was at school. Everyone was like, uh, I don't know, something out of the 1950s. Do you know what I mean? That's exactly right. <laughs> good to speak to you, Lorraine. Take care. Have a brilliant Monday. Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. What 80s item from your 80s pantry are you bringing in and why? And whilst you're at it, if there was a favourite hymn from back then during the Harvest Festival, let us know. And on top of that, did you have an old fella that used to come in and play piano for you so your school could... Uh, do hymns at St John's Roman Catholic School in Trowbridge that I used to go to uh, we had an old fella he must have been at the time probably about 100 called Mr Gander and we used to do that you know when kids always go good morning Mr Gander and he would stand up adjust his tie and go good morning girls boys and teachers absolutely loved it he really milked it uh, but I want to know what, you, what you're going to be bringing in today we've got some great stuff coming in here Amanda from County Amar says I'm going to bring in a few jars of meat paste and a loaf of bread good combo uh, uh, bear and Davis and Dawn Toon from Newport. What a fantastic... It's like a sound like a crime-fighting duo. Bear Davis and Dawn Toon. Uh, they're bringing in a tin of semolina and a tin of mandarin segments. Uh, that's great. And also, any intel as to what happens with the food would be great. Nigel and Bolton says, Bush, my next-door neighbour back in the 80s received some food from my primary school for Harvest Festival. She went absolutely crazy saying she was too young. She would have probably been in her 70s at the time. When I was old enough to drink, I would see her in the pub and she would squeeze my cheek and say give us a kiss they don't make him like Alice anymore god rest her soul we've got Sue on the line you right, Sue? yeah not too bad just got in from work and um, doing the washing up you know like you do what someone's, has someone left that washing up for you to do? well you know what it's like you've got teenagers have you said have you used the phrase uh, like a hotel or what did your last slave die of either of those two phrases recently? sometimes yeah have you tried yeah, a rotor any rotor based cleaning? <laughs> no no, that wouldn't work. You sound like you've given up. You've given up on trying to trying to bring them round to uh, modern living. Well, you know, I don't know. It's easier to do it yourself, Bush, I think. It is. It's better than moaning, isn't it? All we can do is make feel like you're banging on all the time. Sue, we yeah, love we love uh, your Harvest Festival uh, thing that you're bringing. You've got a bit of intel and there's something you're bringing. Please tell the rest of the hometown audience what it is you're bringing and then your bit of information about the Harvest Festival. Right, OK. Well, what I'm bringing is some bachelor's dried soup. It used to be in a yes. packet. Brilliant. And um, we'd take it to guide's camp because all you had to do was add hot water to it. <laughs> or if you were taking stuff with you, you put it in a flask and take it with you. Is that, is that the one where so one sachet would make uh, would feed probably two to three thousand girl guides? That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. Brilliant. My, uh, minestrone, I think, is my favourite. An old classic. And, um, yeah, and yeah, I went to Brocken School, which is in Surrey, and we used to take all our food in, and then they'd put it into little boxes, and then you'd be told what house to go to, and you'd have to deliver it on your way home from school. My word! So it was really scary because you didn't know these people. You know, some, obviously some people knew them, but I remember knocking on this lady's door and um, and then going, "Oh, thank you, that's very sweet, dear." And I was thinking, "Oh my God, that's so scary." <laughs> that is really weird, isn't it? Because anyone's house, a stranger's house, in the eighties is essentially Boo Radley's house from To Kill a Mockingbird. You don't want to be going down their, down their garden path or anything, do you, at all? I know, it was really weird. I thought, they won't do that anymore. That's, um, you know, there's no way that would happen. Different time, thought, different no, time back absolutely. then, isn't it, so. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. <laughs> Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. 
The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So here at Absolute Radio, we're passionate about encouraging conversations around mental health. We know that you are as well. World Mental Health Day is on the 10th of October this weekend, and we want to achieve 10,000 kindness pledges by then. All the details are on our website, absoluteradio.co.uk. But essentially, it's think of something nice to do and tell us about it. It'd be great to get 10,000 of them. I just wanted to let you in on a plan, uh, a harebrained scheme that I've had. Uh, one thing that really resonated for me during the, the main bit of the lockdown is how much a chat can do for people like little conversations can be such a benefit and you forget it's that kind of sometimes a lack of human interaction that can be kind of demoralizing so for me i'd love to try and catch up with just quickly as many of you guys as possible as many home time or absolute radio listeners as humanly possible on friday so what i'm going to do i'm going to come into work early on friday i'm going to be hitting the phones in a kind of old school stock market style uh, hitting the phones but i mean like braces vape can of red bull pushing on through that kind of thing uh, i'm calling it bush's three Three Rings Friday. Uh, you remember you used to give someone three rings to let them know you're okay? That kind of thing, but on Friday. But I want to call you. I'd love to speak to as many of you as possible. And my favourite bit of doing this show is when you lot call in. So it'll just be like that, really. But uh, just between you and I. So I'll call you just for a little chat. And sometimes I think just speaking to someone else might make you feel differently about things. So if you fancy a literally two, three minute, five minute chat, whatever you need, this coming Friday, I'm there for you. If, you, if you're on Twitter, at Bush on the radio, uh, or if you fancy dropping me an email, bush at absoluteradio.co.uk. Uh, like I say, if you're feeling fed up, uh, you just need to remember, and this is one thing that came from the little chats that we had during lockdown, if you're feeling fed up and you think everything's going wrong, there are so many other people in exactly the same position in the same boat. You just need to have a little bit of a chat and that kind of problem, I promise you, you'll feel a little bit lighter afterwards. So look, if the chat makes you feel 3% better, it's a winner as far as I'm concerned. So get involved and I'm looking forward to speaking to you on Friday. need to be honest here genuinely need you to be honest this is a uh, listener interaction moment here on the home time show i want you to shout the first response that comes into your head at the radio as i ask you this question be honest when there's hardly anyone else around at work or in the office do you have a nose about i imagine quite a few of you may have shouted yes back if you said no you're a liar Come on, when there's no one else around, you have to have a nose around the office. Have a little swan around. Be like a security guard, but just being really nosy. Checking areas or places at work you've never been to before, opening drawers, that kind of thing. Uh, and there's hardly anyone here at uh, One Golden Square at the moment. It's just like a skeleton crew, just us doing drive and then the team at breakfast. But in the middle of the day, there's hardly anyone around. So I've been having a nose about, I'll be honest with you. And I was opening some of the drawers. I don't know why, just opening the drawers. You know, like a bear goes through someone's bins on grainy CCTV looking for stuff. It's a bit like that, falling off and with a bucket on his head. Uh, I opened one of the drawers in the kitchen area here and the work kitchens at Absolute Radio and I found something that has really shocked me. In one of the drawers, inexplicably, there's thousands of those mini milk cartons that you get at a service station or a hotel. You know those ones like UHT milk that can survive for nearly 3,000 years? But not just like 20 or something, thousands. Like someone's been hoarding them. I mean, I have heard about people who go around service stations and collect uh, sugar sachets and stuff because they like to see all the different brands of sugar. I imagine Richie might do that. But this is just weird. This is out of control. Uh, so I thought this might make a little fun phoning topic for this, this bit of the show. 
let's call it loads of one particular thing. Have you got loads of one particular thing, whether it's by collection or a job lot or something? If you can go anyway towards being over a thousand mini milk cartons clearly lifted from a service station. I don't know what the backstory to this is. But if you've got loads of one thing, I want to hear from you tonight on Home Time. Rich says, Bush, I've got about 250 pairs of toddler's shoes in my garage. I belong to an environmental group that used them for an art installation representing children affected by climate change about three months ago. Rich, mate, I would say the last thing you need in your garage is bags and bags of kids' shoes. Get them out of there as soon as possible. Uh, we've got Mark on the line at the moment. Mark, you want to tell us about someone he knows who collects stuff. Who is this person, Mark? It's a, it's a guy in my walk. And what does he do? Uh, well, just travel about maintenance. Okay, so you guys, you you and this fella uh, travel around and do maintenance, and what happens? What does he take? Well, it's mostly towels, but he's got quite a lot of PG tip tea bags as well. <laughs> a whole bag of them. So you get put, do you share a hotel room, work pay for you to share a hotel room, is that right? You share with him? We do, yeah. What's his name? Let's just have his first name, this fella. Uh, it's Harry. <laughs> is he sat next to you right now? <laughs> Uh, maybe. What a legend. So Harry, uh, what he does, he, is, is it kind of an interest in collecting things that he takes a, a towel from every single hotel? Or what's his what's his reasoning for doing it? I think he's just a bit of a weirdo, to be honest with you. And where do these towels go? If he's collecting towels every time you stay, where, where's he putting them all? Gee, that's a scary part, we don't know. <laughs> uh, what's the weirdest thing you've seen him take? I've got to see his collection of pens, are a bit crazy as well. Wow, so That's well, a bit nice. whenever he stays at like a hotel, he just cleans them out. Pretty much, yeah. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie is what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Glowstar on Twitter says, I have a door compartment in my fridge filled with takeaway sauces, Domino's, Mackey's, pizza joints, and they don't ever get used. And Zane Smith says, hi, Bush, I have around 50 lemon fresh wipes from KFC. Some very interesting stuff coming in. Uh, Mark says, Bush, you've got loads of dogs. Not quite sure how we've ended up with 10 dogs. Can you beat that for a collection of animals? Ten dogs. Roxy says he used to work at Blockbuster and used to personally buy every copy of The Running Man starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Great film. Uh, They got traded to us. At one point I had about eight, but sadly had to cull my collection when I moved in with my partner. Now I only have one. This is unbelievable. Uh, Tracy's on the line. Tracy, what have you got loads of in your house? Tape measures. Why would anyone have loads of tape measures, Tracy? (laughs) Um, my husband is really good at DIY. I never have to call a tradesman. Um, he's great. The only thing is, for every new job he does, he needs to buy a new tape measure. <laughs> he needs to buy it because he loses his old tape measure or he just likes to have a brand new, fresh tape measure when he starts a new job? I think it's because he can't find one at eye level within the vicinity of about, you know, a foot or more. Um, so he, he goes out and buys a new one. We've got everything from budget to, um, you know, top range. They're everywhere. And, and does he overall prefer that, you know, sometimes you get those really heavy ones that weigh a ton, but then also those slightly dainty ones that you might use in sewing in, like, the 1950s? What's his kind of favourite overall, do you think? I think he likes the metal retractables. Okay, and does he ever get scared? I, I get quite a fear of, you know, when you, you've pulled a tape measure out to measure something and then you let it go. That's quite a scary moment, isn't it? Is that a scary moment for other people? Oh, he loves it. Does he? 
Oh, yeah, absolutely loves it. Yeah, it's one of his, his classic moves. He, he just, you know, he'll, he'll sort of get the tape measure out and retract it and then laugh his head off when you're not expecting it. Or he'll retract it and then poke him in the face with it. He thinks it's hilarious. He sounds like a wild card, this fella, doesn't he? He's like a lasso whip with his uh, <laughs> uh, little tape measure. How many, roughly, how many do you think you've got? 50. Unbelievable. In fact, I can see one right now. Tracy, good speech. You have a brilliant Monday night. Take care. Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Uh, so normally this would be the Home Time Taxi Club, but we decided to rest it for a few weeks because I don't feel like people's routines are back to normal. Everyone's still kind of doing their own thing and just getting by at the moment, which is completely fine. It's what you need to do. However, I think whatever you're doing on a Monday night can really put you in a club. Who's to deny you club status for what you're doing? How are your Monday nights panning out? So just as a bit of an experiment, for the next 50 minutes on this show, add the word club to whatever you're doing tonight and see if it sounds like a thing. Does it sound like a thing? Charlie Garrick's doing the Getting Attacked by the Cat Club. Heidi Jess, who's forking out for the Daughters Rent Club. Abigail, probably the best club so far. Listen to this, Shepherd's Pie and Sci-Fi Club. What a great combination, Shepherd's Pie and Sci-Fi. So I want to hear a little insight into your evening tonight. I mean, I'm going to board games after this. Board game club, it's already a thing. 8, 12, 15, the text to show you can tweet at Absolute Radio. Kim from Somerset says, Bush, I'm in the driving home from Dialysis Club. It's a real fun club with lots of lovely people. God bless you, Kim. Hope you're doing all right. Neil in Sterling says, Bush, I'm a member of the Delivering Chinese to feed the people of the Shire Club. Loving your work. We've got Emma on the line. Emma, how are you doing? Oh, I'm feeding my cats, but yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> so you're feeding your cats. Tell us about the club that's going on around your house this evening. It's a right party. Oh, it's the Taking the Cat to the Vets Club. Okay, and what's the name of your cat? Uh, this one's Rio. I've got two. What's the other one called? Ollie. Rio, Rio and Ollie. After the Rio from Duran Duran. Amazing. And the other one is Ollie after Ollie Murs. <laughs> that's got to be the only pet in the United Kingdom named after Ollie Murs. Surely there's no others. Uh, that's amazing. Probably not. <laughs> uh, and which, sorry, which one's going to the vets? Is Rio going to the vets? Rio's going to the vets, yes. Does Rio like going to the, being put into the little basket to go to the vets, or does he do that mm. thing where it holds onto the sides and you have to top yeah. of. Yeah, a bit yeah. of that going on. Uh, any yeah. other animals there, uh, Emma Doolittle, with all this stuff going on? Well, I've got two horses, but they don't live with me. I've just left the Mucking Out Club. Wow. See, my, my sister, Anna, has horses, and I don't know how she does that thing where she gets up in the morning and goes and mucks them out. That's just shoveling yeah. you-know-what, isn't it? It's just shoveling that out of their stables. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, that's what we do in the winter. We get up at the crack of dawn and muck them out, then do a full day's work, and then go back and do it all over again. Unbelievable. But is it worth it in the end? I'd like to say yes, but when it's wet and windy and miserable, I do doubt my life choices. But yeah, they're worth it. Love them to pieces. Lovely to speak to you. We hope Rio's okay. Kerry, are you doing something tonight? What are you up to that makes a club? I'm going to just on my way off to Spin Club. Spin Club. And where do you do your spinning? <laughs> At uh, Ballantyne's. You go to a gym? Yes, at a gym, yeah. yeah. Now, we're at our house. We're fortunate enough to have one of them Peloton bikes, so we do spinning quite right. a lot, me and my other half, Katie. Uh, and if you've not done it before, I've never sweated like I, I have sweated when I've done spin. It's something else, isn't it? Definitely, yeah. If you do, just at, Well, the class I'm going to do tonight is a 45-minute class, <laughs> and it feels like you've just done about two hours. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be coming home from that on all fours. What do you do afterwards, then? Do you, make, do you have your tea before, or you wait until after? I don't even know how you'd even plan no. that. 
I'll wait till after. So I have, I have some things say look, a snack before, obviously to give me a bit of energy. Yeah. Um, but then something, I'll normally have my tea when I come back. Good on you, Kerry. And what kind of outfit are you yeah. rocking today? You doing going Olivia Newton John style headband and uh, and grey tracksuit? Leg What's warmers. The, leg warmers. <laughs> and is there music along with the spin class tonight or what? Yeah, definitely, definitely music. Yeah. What kind of stuff do they play? Is it themed or is it just a bit of anything? It's just a bit of everything, really. So. Fantastic. And is there any kind of record you're going for? Do you have like a personal best and stuff that you try and exceed? Um, no, just try to keep up with the instructor. <laughs> yeah, just try and get out there in one piece. <laughs> yes, definitely. Best of luck, the whole home time audience are behind you rooting for you, okay? Thank you very much. Okay, guys, you ready for this? One, two, three, four. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. Let me hear you say. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. It's over. It's over. It's done.